Hello and welcome to the Articuform podcast with Ben and Jacob. Coming up on today's podcast, we are going to be reviewing the Salisbury poisonings, uh, also going to be reviewing The Politician Season 2. Uh, we've got our classic movie watch in the form of Jaws. We're going to be reviewing that for you as well. And we are also going to be reviewing the personal history of David Copperfield and loads, loads more as well. Ben, this is exciting, isn't it, our recording it this week? Yeah, I know. We've changed from FaceTime to Zoom because something for we your feel, I feel much more professional now. I can't believe we were doing it on FaceTime, to be honest. Yeah, I feel much more professional. FaceTime was almost a bit of a joke, but... Um... It was. The fact that we recorded a podcast, put a podcast out, and we recorded it on FaceTime. Yeah, and you just, like, it was basically you just calling me, and then we just hope for the best. Yeah, we, we weren't sure with how the quality was or anything, but... Uh, doing it through Zoom, there probably was a way to do this through FaceTime. I'm just, we're not very tech savvy. We couldn't figure it out. Doing it through Zoom, I am using my gorgeous Yeti stereo microphone. I used it for FaceTime, but then uh, I listened to the podcast back and I realized, no, there's no way that was uh, the Yeti microphone. So fingers crossed you can hear a difference. Ben, can you hear a difference? I can hear a difference. And I just just saying say, that? I feel like you might just be saying no, that. No, I, A, I genuinely can hear a difference. B, we're not sponsored by Yeti microphone. And C, <laughs> um, it's much better than the cheap five quid mic I have that will never seem to work. And D, no, we are not sponsored by Yeti Stereo Microphones, but if they want to sponsor us, they are more than welcome. We still don't have our intro, so Ben, you're not going to hum it. We're just going to imagine it's there. And let's get underway with the pod. Up first, we are going to be reviewing The Great Season 1. It is available. What's it available on? It's available on Stars Play. Which is a See, really. I saw that in brackets uh, where you normally put where it's available on, but I was like, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I know it's been a. I'm not kidding. I was scratching my head thinking of what to put in this week. And Stars Play is like a really niche streaming service that's a Fiverr, and you can add it onto Amazon and Apple. And it's added the great, which there's a very obvious pun with the title because it is really, really strong. So um, it's written by Tony McNamara, who created The Favourite, which was nominated for Best Picture a few years ago. And I don't want to say it's the TV equivalent of that film, but it pretty much is. It's his period comedies. He's delved into Catherine the Great's reign here. It's very funny. He's got those witty one-liners, which he's famous for. And as it's a Tony McNamara, Mac, McNamara written show, it's all about sex. Um. The show is really weird because when you, or Jake, when you think of period dramas, they're like always like boring, aren't they? Oh yeah, definitely yeah. not my kind of telly. But this is like, it's not a drama, it's a comedy and it's really funny straight away. We've had two Catherine the Great shows coming out this year or the Helen Mirren one was last year. And this one is completely different and it's about the young Catherine the Great and her rise to being the Empress of Russia. It's... The show wouldn't work if it didn't have two brilliant performances at the centre of it. We've got Eli Fanning, who's always phenomenal. She's playing a young Catherine the Great who wants to bring science and gender equality into, I don't even know when she was, this is set, early 1800s Russia. And you have watched it. I have watched it. I just don't know when it was set. That's brilliant. I just, no, it's because I... Point it out you like that. My Russian history is uh, weak to say the best and um don't you do a uh, history a level yeah and i'm gonna study it next year at uni but um my <laughs> russian history is weak and i don't even know when she 
Like, I know roughly when it's set. It's set at some point between 1700 and 1900 yeah it's set at um it's set at some point i've actually watched the entire season as well so um okay what are we giving it on our rating it's must watch watch if you can or run away like the plague well it is a bit challenging at points uh you do have to fully concentrate and i was watching it with my mum in the room and she was wincing about all the sex references but i love it uh, yeah i wouldn't watch that with my parents I, I, yeah i think it's a must watch and stars plays a brilliant tv uh streaming service it's got rami season two coming up next week which we may talk about um and you could get a free trial of it and you might find something you love on it yeah well, that, uh, that sounds brilliant. Also, Ben, you're going to laugh. Uh, at the beginning of this podcast, I started banging on about how I'm using my Yeti stereo microphone. It was only partway through where you were talking uh, about the great. I actually realised I wasn't using this Yeti stereo microphone, but I should be using it now. Can uh, you notice a difference? Not really, but um, <laughs> you just sounded much louder and more confident then. <laughs> yeah, because I'm using... I don't know, it just makes me feel more confident. It does, genuinely, and it's because you're using a mic now, I feel I'm speaking louder because I know I have to keep up. <laughs> you don't want me really loud and then you dead quiet. That's not going to work. I mean, that's the entire reason why I record it, so we can balance out the sound levels. Yeah, and also the fact that I'm God hopeless with technology. Moving on now to the personal history of David Copperfield. Who the hell is David Copperfield? Uh, so it's based off the Charles Dickens novel. Um, it's being released on DVD or VOD, uh, last this week, and, um, it's a very good film. It was released in cinemas a few months ago. We found out last week that I am a bit obsessed with Alan Partridge and the comedic genius that is Armando Iannucci, and this is the first film he's directed in a really long time. He's been doing lots of TV for over his whole career, but it's really great to see his work on film. Um, as I mentioned earlier, it's based off a Dickens novel, which... I'm going to be brutally honest here. Even I know who Dickens is, and that says something. Yeah, I know, and neither of us have read it. So neither of us even know what... How do you know I haven't read it? I might have. I haven't, but I might have. I was taking on the theory, if you hadn't read Alex Ryder, you probably haven't read much Charles Dickens. Yeah. Um, It follows David Copperfield from his childhood to when he's an adult, and the adventures and the weird group of friends and enemies he meets along the way. The book itself is said to be semi-autobiographical and lots of people have read it or seen a book, film of it or TV show. It's been adapted many times, but this is possibly... Have you watched this? I have watched it. I've Good. watched everything, Jacob. <laughs> How do you find space in your week to watch all these shows? Um, or is it what you do all day, every day? I've it, got online it, it messages is what, It is what I do all day, every day. I'm not kidding. Um... The movie has gained an awful lot of praise for something called colorblind casting, and we're getting that more and more in Hollywood. And that's where everyone's been talking because Dev Patel is cast as David Copperfield, and um, he's just such a perfect person for the f- role. He's comedic char- genius, he's charismatic, he carries the movie on his shoulders. But 10, 20 years' time, he wouldn't have been cast because he's of an ethnic minority in this role would have went to a white actor who couldn't have done it as well. And I think it's really great because colorblind casting is something that, whenever it's used, sadly takes all the praise away from the film. And the David personal history of David Copperfield is just a great film as it is. But the fact that they can have Dev Patel playing the role so excellently is perfect. Um, 
Now it is cringeworthy humor, which is humor I that I saw that in the I, notes. I, I find just, it very says incredibly cringy. I, I I normally gravitate towards cringeworthy humor. I like I to don't. be sitting I uncomfortable. Run away. run away like the plague normally. Yeah, I think it's like that very British cringy comedy. Ricky Gervais does it. It's through all of Ian Nucci's work. It feels a bit like Partridge at Points. The characters are infuriating. It's whimsical, and I think I'm just drawn to anything like that. Plus. Look at the cast list. It's got Tilda Swinton, Peter Capaldi, Hugh Laurie, among many, many others. But I couldn't list all of them in a podcast because my mouth would start hurting. And I don't think anybody cares enough, to be honest. I think people don't listen to this podcast for you to list every single actor. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hear me list every single actor. But this I definitely I've wouldn't. I've seen And I can't even skip either. I know. Yeah, please don't skip. I know all of the <laughs> actors in this film are just big names. You'll recognise all of them, particularly if you're British, because they've all just been around TV for yonks and yonks and yonks. Amazing. Uh what are we giving that then? Uh must watch, because it's on DVD. You can It's buy everything it. must watch. Well, Ashley, is anything not a... I think everything might be a must-watch this week. I uh, I genuinely seem to like most things. I mean... You do, and we only put things on here that we like. We're not going to try and uh, advertise and promote and talk about things we don't like, because particularly at this time, everyone needs some positive things to watch, you know? Also, it needs to be I... nice and upbeat. Yeah, I mean, also, I find I dislike very little stuff. I mean... Next week. Friends being one of them. Friends being one of them. The Luminaries, which came out on Sunday, which we're not talking about this week, I didn't like much. Um, can't really think of many others off the top of my head. Bringing us nicely onto now the classical movie watch, which I loved. I presume Ben did. I, I think Jaws is great. Yeah, we watched Jaws this week. Uh, incredible. Um, Jaws has just turned 45. 45 years old. Uh, if I'm honest... Um, my main criticism about the film, it's a great film. Uh, I have watched bits of the second one before, uh, and the second one's nowhere near as good, but the first film I really like. My only criticism from it is the CGI, CGI is very outdated. It's uh, not CGI. Is it not? No, it ho- the sh- no, it's an actual, they had like a model toy shark thing. Oh, right, And it was yeah. really faulty. Steven Spielberg said working with the shark was bloody impossible. And um, <laughs> literally, that's why it's in so little of the actual film, because it kept on sinking. I think they called it Bruce. <laughs> it kept on sinking. So they've all been on record to say it was a complete nightmare to work with. But I think that adds to it, because that's funny. You, wouldn't, um... you wouldn't be scared of the shark as soon as you see it, because you realise it's a giant piece of plastic. So the fact that it's not there for most of the movie probably The thing works. is, I don't even think the plastic... I don't even think the shark looks very convincing. It's obvious, oh, that's just a plastic shark. It's obviously a plastic shark. I reckon shark. I could have done a better job, but that's saying something. I, I don't think you could have done a better job, Jacob, because this is a timeless film. I mean, Spielberg is very smart. No, it's because, an incredible film. Incredible. Yeah, great film. He, he knows not that the horror elements come without showing the shark, and that's where it's at its strength. I mean, just in case you haven't seen the movie. and The music is incredible. Mm, yeah, but I was going to do a plot description for anyone who's somehow kept their head in a, like, giant hole like an emu for, like, their entire lives, because this film's quite famous. Basically, you have a police chief, a marine scientist, and a fisherman 
who all end up on a boat together trying to hunt a shark which has been terrorising the island of Amity, is it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know how to say it. Yeah, I've got Amity written down, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Let's go Amity. I mean, it's one of those classic movies, and it started the blockbusters. It's incredible. I loved it. Yeah, so next week... Oh, no, not next week. Week after, we're doing classic film watch again. Next week's Binge of the Week... Classic film watch, movie watch, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, is the week after. What are we watching, Ben? So we've had two horror films on the trot, and I kind yes. of thought that I don't want to watch another one or another classic horror film. Why? The do? first one I... being Misery. Yeah, the first one being Misery, which we did two weeks ago. But I also realised, because Ghost is turning 30 in two weeks' time. <laughs> so you're doing that. I've yeah. watched that. Will you be singing the like, song? What? You know how there's that song in the clay bit? No. It's not Ghostbusters, is it? No, it's not Ghostbusters. Oh, I don't know of any other ghost song. That is... Oh, I, I have to send it. You know the bit where they have the clay? Yeah, the bit that's I've always parodied. I've never watched parodied. it. I've never watched it. Yeah, but you'll know the scene where you I don't have... think I do. They've parodied in literally everything. Even Bad Education had a sketch of it. Okay, I have watched Bad Education. Yeah, you know the bit where he's doing the clay? Yeah? And then Mm. she... I'm not even going to try and describe the scene to you, but I'm shocked you've not heard of the clay scene. (laughs) I've heard of the Bad Education clay scene where they make the... Yeah? Yeah, that's a a beef on the ghost clay scene. Well, I guess I'll have to have to check out Ghost then, and we are going to be what, uh, reviewing that in two weeks' time. We'll be appreciating uh, it. I don't like saying review for films that are older than our own lives because it's a bit of a... Okay. We're going to be appreciating it and giving our thoughts on it in mm, two weeks' time. Looking back. If you are a regular podcast listener, make sure you do your homework and go watch Ghosts, mm. and then you can come back and hear our thoughts on it in two weeks' time. Quickly, Ben, what is Ghosts available on? Um, I'm going to quickly check on the brilliant app Just Watch. Um, Just Watch, this is great for lockdown. Anyway. Wait, so talk me through. What app are you using? It's called Just Watch. And basically, you search a name of a movie title in there. Yeah, or a TV Mm -hmm. show. And it will tell you what streaming. Yeah, and it tells you what streaming devices they are on. So Ghost is on Netflix, Now TV and Sky Go. I mean... Just Watch is a brilliant app, and I use it in a day-to-day life. We're also not sponsored by Just Watch, but it does really help. It's, is it a lifesaver? It is a lifesaver. It keeps you on track of what I can watch for free. <laughs> Amazing. That sounds great. On now, though, to Netflix, where The Politician Season 2 has just dropped. Uh, Politician Season 1, I haven't watched it, but I have heard really good reviews about it. Ben? This is possibly the most controversial show we've got of the week. I mean, I really like it, but lots of TV critics have been rather sniffy about the show, but they're quite sniffy about Ryan Murphy's work in general. They're quite sniffy about everything. Yeah, but the Ryan Murphy's shows always get much worse reviews than I end up on them. He's the guy who made Hollywood and Glee and American Horror Story and loads of campy fun shows, screen creams, <laughs> and The Politician is pretty much one of those. The second season, I am going to say, is much better than the first season because they've now moved out of the high school. 
because the first season was Peyton and his team trying to run for high school office or president and now it's him trying to run to be a senator in America because or in New York because they've had a time lap so, I mean we meet him he's frustrated because he keeps losing the race and he starts um getting playing some really dirty politics in order to beat this hugely successful 20-year politician um the tv show is good Ben Platt is in it he's always fantastic but the person I always love in her scenes is Gwyneth Paltrow and the second season is a really good joke that Gwyneth Paltrow is basically playing herself. And if she turned her hand to politics, I'm 99% certain she'd be the president. Um, I'm 99% people would just vote because she'd just be standing up there talking and then she'd say something about... Better uh, than Trump? But she'd do much better than Trump. She would beat Trump. Would she? Yeah. Because she would just start talking about some of her goop things and then everyone just listens to her because... She says stuff. She does what Trump you, does, but she's only slightly more tolerable. Um, you know what? I found out this week that Trump's got a 13-year-old son or something. Didn't does he? That? I did not know that either. Um, Apparently, he's off the grid. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, our prime minister, we don't know how many kids he has, so we can't touch Trump. <laughs> no, but normally, well, I'm going to guess, mm, you can't count them on one hand. Yeah, That'd who do you guess. think has more kids, Trump or Johnson? <laughs> That would be interesting. Not quite relevant to this podcast. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's one of the many, like, random things we hit. Uh, like, I just described the politician. Imagine, like, if the kids from Glee all grew up and were running a political campaign. That's pretty much the tone of this show, which means I you was... You love Glee, don't you? I do, I, I do like Glee. It helped me get through lockdown earlier. A couple is Grant of weeks Gustin ago. good in Glee? Yeah, Grant Gustin is good in Glee. And, I mean... Like, it's just fun. The characters in The Politician are just fun. They're over the top. They're dramatic. They're bitchy. It's just a laugh. Um, I mean, at points, it is pretty annoying. But it's only seven episodes on Netflix. They're enjoyable. How it's long is each quick... episode? Oh, they vary. It's like, they vary between 28 minutes is the shortest and the, and the others are nearly an hour. I mean, it's Not a... Not too bad. It is a very Marmite show. I can see why lots of people aren't fans of it. But if you're a fan of Ryan Murphy's work, then you're going to love The Politician and pretty much any other show he does because you love his tone. So you've already stated that everything on the podcast this week is a must-watch. Mm. I, I would say The Politician's more... It's the most can-watch we've got. And I would say, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer, if you're a fan of Ryan Murphy, you'll be a fan of The Politician. But... If you've never seen any of his TV shows, this is not the one to jump in on. You have right. to know the people behind it and their work and like their work. Uh, and obviously, I assume uh, you've got to watch The Politician Season 1 as well. No, I, I, I actually don't think you do. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Or you'd have to watch the final episode of Season 1. But, okay. But, the, uh, but otherwise... But do you need to have watched season one to watch the final episode of season one? No, because the final episode of season one and season two is about a 10-year time jump from the majority of season one. So you could just get into it. It's easy watching. It's easy watching. So we are giving that a, a cam watch. A, a, a strong cam watch. Yeah, a strong cam watch. Okay, not quite a must watch, but not quite a must cam watch. Must watch if okay. you like Murphy. 
And it's Must back. watch if you like Murphy. Uh, moving on now to our final show that we're going to be reviewing here on the podcast this week. Uh, a show that I haven't managed to get my teeth stuck into, but I've heard really good things about it. I am desperate to watch it. It's on my to-watch list. Uh, and that is The Salisbury Poisonings, which is a documentary... Well, how do you call it? it? Nice no, drama. Documentary drama. It's a docudrama, yeah. Docudrama, because it is real. It's based on... It's based on real events. I'd just say drama. I mean, biographical, maybe. But uh, Is it like the same tone as the cheat? Uh, kind of actors recreating yes. a real-life real event. Similar to cheat, yeah. Um, it's on so, B- the Salisbury Poisonings are available on BBC iPlayer. I mean, it's been a huge ratings hit. I'm not sure if it's lockdown yeah. that helped it, but it's been the biggest... I mean, probably a bit of both, to be mm, fair. It's I been the it biggest... done well anyway. It's been the biggest BBC debut drama since 2014, I mean. Wow. And, I mean, obviously... That's strong. The events of the Salisbury Poisoning, that was a huge news story, what, mm. two years ago now? I mean, I think we both remember it happening. Yeah. I mean, quite Salis- vividly actually, because we are in the we we're in the area ish. Yeah, I mean Salisbury's probably our local city. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we do live in pretty much the middle of nowhere, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. But it focuses on the Scripples and the DS Bailey who fought to survive, um, and as well as the people who were trying to stop the casualty that happened and trying to stop it becoming a huge problem throughout the UK. It deals on a and more... the world. It yeah, worldwide world. news. But it's less of a worldwide or full country show. It mainly focuses on the local areas of it and the smaller parts. I mean, if you're watching the show... I remember during... parking was free in Salisbury after the attack. For about two months, parking was free. Yeah, I know. So it's we quite went useful. there because the parking was free. It's quite useful. Um... I mean, during the pandemic, this is especially interesting watching because lots of the conversations they have in the first few episodes are kind of stuff that we have now. I mean, the word quarantine's thrown about about 15 times during the first episode and you're like... And also like local businesses, small businesses mm. in Salisbury presumably struggled a bit. Yeah, and they've had a really tough couple now. of years. Yeah. With this and that and everything. I mean, I think... I've seen a lot of people describe the Salisbury poisonings as something similar to Chernobyl, which took the world by fire. Yeah, it's not as good as Chernobyl because nothing pretty much is. Um, Mm. That's the IMDb's highest rated TV show of all time. And it hasn't got people talking, but tonally it's very similar. Um, I would say there are three episodes, they're all an hour long. You'd have to have like a strong stomach to watch it in one sitting. I watched mm. one episode every night they were on, and then I watched Big Brother afterwards. Um, and it's at a fast pace. It's genuinely quite an enjoyable show. Or, like, I don't want to say enjoyable, but it's watch. It's easy watching. Interesting. It's, it's not, interesting. Yeah, it's not dark and bleak and slow. It's easy watching. It's just a good right. drama. It's well made. Yeah. I, um, I'm definitely going to watch that. Definitely going to give that a go for sure. I'm very eager. Mm. Uh, what are we giving that, Ben? That's a must-watch. I'm going to go must-watch. As I've said, pretty much everything we're doing today is must-watch. I'll have to try and find something I don't like for next week. Out of everything we've done today, the Salisbury Poisonings, uh, the Politician Season 2, uh, not including... Shall I rank them? His... Pardon? Shall I rank, yeah, rank them? them? Okay, let's go the great at number one. 
Um, okay. Then I thought it, would have been, it was going to be Salisbury. Then let's go the Salisbury poisoning. Right. Um, oh, I think Copperfield, maybe. That's quite the good. personal history of David Copperfield. Yeah, I think... I would hesitate to go the politician fourth because I actually did watch all of it in one you day. You really enjoyed it as well. I really enjoyed the politician. So maybe uh, on another day that would be In terms of what top. more people are going to enjoy. Yeah, I would say that's good, the least. Well, I'd know the great is the most niche in indie. Um, the politician's more watchable than the great, but screw it. I'm going you great. You massively just contradicted yourself. I'm going the great. Final the... order. Okay, uh, let's go. The Great, The Salisbury Poisonings, The Personalized Group, David Copperfield, The Politician. And I just realised all of them start with the word the. Yeah, so something you, you don't love and something not beginning with the word the for next week. I'll, I'll see um, what's out. Yes, it depends what's out. We're very dependent um, on schedules here. Yeah, very dependent, particularly with this whole lockdown malarkey. But cinemas Bring are it... opening. That's been announced for fourth uh, of July. What's been announced? Sorry, cinemas are reopening on the fourth of July. So that's exciting. I bet you're going to go on the fourth of July. Aren't you? I, I I kind of might. I'm definitely going to go soon to that day. And also you go the by other. To the cinema? What? No, you I'll have, by to, yourself I'll to, have the to be driven because I can't drive. So um. Um, also, the other exciting news before we go on to Ramsey's insult nightmares is uh, Chicken Run 2 has been announced. It's coming to Netflix next year. So I've never watched Chicken Run 1. You, you've not watched Chicken Run? No. What? How? Yeah, that movie was like huge. Like 10 years ago. Like It's 20 yeah. years old now. But that's like such a big part of my childhood. How have you maybe, never watched maybe it? Maybe I have. I might be getting... Did they do a Fantastic Mr. Fox? Is it like Fantastic Mr. Fox? It's similar animation style to Fantastic Mr. Fox. No, maybe I have. It's the maybe one where I the have. chickens are being held by the farmer who wants to make them into chicken pies. Mm, that does ring a bell, to be fair. Maybe maybe I have. I can't be sure. Right, Ben, it's your week on Ramsey's Insult Nightmares. Uh, last week, uh, Ben decided that my Ramsey insult was not very good. Uh, mine was, what was it? This pizza is so bad, if you took it to Italy, you get arrested. Ben didn't like that, so Ben, are you going to be mine? I don't know. I still think my Nemo one's the best one. So yeah. I don't think this okay. is beating Nemo this week. Um, but do you think it's beating my pizza one? Yeah, potentially. I feel like this <laughs> element will go get slowly worse and worse and worse because... Um, yeah. <laughs> because we've just started we gave ourselves too good a starting point but i've went for um there's enough garlic in here to kill every vampire in europe i saw that one i quite like that i one. quite like that one yeah no i like that i mean i'm actually watching some gordon ramsay and then you know uh picking the best ones of the episodes i watch i think you're just googling them but I do love Gordon Ramsay, but yeah, I am Googling them, but I'm watching him and just getting fully engrossed in the show, not mm -hmm. thinking, oh, he just said that, that was funny, because he says that every about yeah. five minutes. You, ha you, you have to watch it with a pen and paper if you're trying to get a good quote. Yeah, I I'm not going to do that. I've got you. Anyway. Anyway, we will be back next Wednesday. Tell your friends about this podcast, and thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you check out the Articule Film website, which will be linked Hello, Ben. Are you going to remember to link it? Uh, yeah, I can link the po uh, website in. I can't link the website and the email due to 
um, problems. Basically, it's a temporary thing of how I can keep the podcast running, but that should be solved up in the coming few weeks anyway. You don't want to hear the random technical bits. So No, you don't. But either the email or the website will be in the description below. Thank you very much and bye. bye.